Hello and welcome to the Geeks Guide. I'm Ryan Dawes and I'm here to save the world. Okay. No, we've just been watching Bill Nye's Save the World series on Netflix and it's it's kind of ingrained in my mind. But welcome. I'm here as usual with Lucy McKell. Hello. And first of all, I want to kick off with a bit of a Cars mythology. So, okay. you know, the, um, not just cars in general, you know, uh, <laughs> the mythology of cars. Of cars. Do they exist? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the Pixar film Cars. I have never seen it, but I know of it. Right, okay. Well, that's something we may have to change soon. <laughs> There's a mythology about how you never actually see any humans in the Cars series. Okay. But yet, clearly, humans have existed within the series because of. The cars have door handles on them. They're obviously vehicles themselves. Right. The buildings couldn't have been built without, you know, human hands. So clearly right. humans existed. But the dark mythology behind it is that AI, and like we're seeing with driverless cars, decided that humans were no longer needed. And so the cars wiped us out. Oh, God. So the oh. other potential theory is along a similar kind of route that the cars are the humans and that over time we've kind of... We've um, evolved into cars? <laughs> no, we've kind of assimilated <laughs> within them, essentially. So there what, will be... So we're like, I don't know, chilling at home in a fancy bed that puts our mind into our cars. Well, the kind of fear That's that I cool. saw was that. <laughs> that humans are actually inside the cars, kind of strapped up with, like, waste pipes out of them and... Yeah. That's a different image altogether. It is, it is. I prefer mine. Scientists, get on it. (laughs) In fact, this whole episode is going to be a bit AI-based, actually, because of another interesting story that's come out this week. Well, it's not so much a story, but more of a prediction from Tom Gruber, who is the inventor of Siri, about how we will have AI automatically uploading our memories in... Sort of cloud. to the cloud in probably around the next kind of well even the next kind of decade i mean this is called whole brain emulation or wbe to the non-cool kids wbe <laughs> wbe and elon musk the ceo of tesla and spacex i'm sure you guys didn't need to be told that but he's already started a new company called neuralink um which is basically building brain to computer interface technology so, how do you feel about that so essentially everyone will live forever until the servers crash yeah well i mean when people eventually pass as, as we all do using this kind of technology you could almost keep people alive but no because now we're getting black mirror-ish we're always have getting black mirror-ish you, have, you seen, have you you've seen the episode where the woman refuses to admit that her husband died yep. and creates a new husband and death is a part of life and you know grieving and we can't have everyone live forever because then like i'm gonna get all philosophical here but like the value of human life and what we do with it is gonna diminish and if everyone's living forever then i mean there would only i suppose be certain people at a certain time of their life that would want to keep certain members alive i i guess like you know if, if sort of a couple is old and one of them dies and the other one gets left on their on their own they're probably only going to want to keep the other person alive virtually until you know they pass on themselves yeah and then what happens to that virtual husband or wife well i guess then that's that's where it would end what they just they just unless unless, then there's kids uh, yeah i mean the kids and the grandkids and that might want to keep them alive exactly and then it's just at what point do they go we don't need great granddad anymore he's taking up too much space yeah i wonder if 
you know, there there should be maybe almost a a limit on it and a kind of a medical need so that because yeah. people die of broken hearts don't they but then again like you said i suppose that is just all... how we're built yeah i don't know if i like it as an idea i mean all of these things are kind of creepy to uh to yeah. begin with kind of going down that same sort of well it's a similar path it's not the same sort of path it's similar facebook revealed in their f8 conference they've been developing an interface that's capable of letting people type messages through thought alone that's cool there's a lot of potential there for people with disabilities i guess yeah so obviously it's still kind of going on the whole using your mind to power things and all that mm. but yeah so that would be i think that that would be an amazing technology for yeah people with disabilities people who are blind obviously you get braille keyboards and things but it's not yeah i mean this is the same i suppose what's going to be quite useful for virtual reality and that as well so you know be able to control things more of your mind and not have to use a controller yeah yeah there's so many applications i suppose for that sort of technology that if they do manage to do that successfully obviously do thoughts have dialects is yeah. that something that they may have to overcome and things you know yeah that's true I, I suppose the person on the receiving side would have it automatically translated into a language that they understand yeah. um kind of like you know skype translator does today and if that does work then i think international relationships could that's what I mean. It breaks down sort of language barriers. And yeah. So you're aware of the concept of the multiverse. I take it we yep. watched enough sort of flash, flash Supergirl, yeah, all that yep. kind of stuff. Since 2004, uh, we've known about a cold spot, which was discovered by measuring background radiation uh, in space. Okay. And the original theory was that this cold spot was just because there was less matter there. Uh, basically, there's probably less galaxies yep. in this part of the universe. In other words, called a super void. Yeah. But a recent study which has just come out, based on our current models, have completely ruled that out. And so now we're looking at really quite exotic theories. And one of the main ones which is standing out is that it's evidence of a multiverse existing. Mm. If you believe the multiverse theory, though, there has to be one universe where there are not multi-universes. Wow, okay. Um, You have to consider that. Sure. As a thing. So, yeah, maybe we could be the multiverse that doesn't know about multiverses yet. But now we do. (laughs) So meta. So so meta. meta. I like the idea that out there somewhere there's another one of me that's ever so slightly different. Yeah. I like that idea. I wonder what it should be like. Blonde. Blonde. <laughs> just blonde. <laughs> that's the only difference. That's exactly most... me, but blonde. But, wow, that is just mind blowing. <laughs> Hope you guys never meet because of that. Yeah, I, I just don't know if you would get on. Blonde and prefers like oatmeal cookies over chocolate cookies. <sighs> Couldn't get on with this person. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I said this was a. AI kind of episode, well, but actually it's, it's, it's more just Spacey. breakthroughs in general, really, yeah. because I don't know whether you've seen this week, a premature lamb was grown in an artificial womb. I did see this, time. yeah. Um, again, it's interesting. I mean, it, this is great, I think, because of the whole reason behind this is that it can help babies that are prematurely born yeah. survive, essentially. And this lamb grew hair and all its organs checked out perfectly Wolf. fine. Well, sorry, yeah, well, yeah. same kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. The sacks, which are essentially just giant plastic bags, are filled with amniotic fluid, which is obviously yeah. you being a woman, I'm sure you're I'm, aware, I'm of aware of the fluid. How your, <laughs> how your womb works. And you know, then womb. nutrients are pumped in, as usual, and you've got blood being pumped in and out, fresh. So, you know, that's 
how they've got this working, but I think it's, you know, it's a good idea. Yeah, I'm concerned that it would be taking a step further just to, like, test tube babies and just grow children. Yeah, I mean, that's... Which is not something that I'm sure... I like the idea of. Yeah, I mean, it's it, that certainly has its place in, in, in some ways as well with, you know, couples who can't have their own kids and that. I guess there's, you know, there's an argument there to be made for that as well. Yeah. But if it helps existing yeah. life survive, then... Yeah, this is true. But great. saying that, you do get premature babies that survive. Oh, yeah. Without this technology. Although, so. you know, a lot of them do have problems. So if you can help they are them smaller or, yeah. develop a bit more, then you can hopefully remove some of those issues. Have you seen the, moving on, the Amazon Echo look? No. Moving to technology. Well, We're moving further and further away from space, and that's where all my facts lie, I'm afraid. Oh, right, okay. Well, So we might have to try and find a way to loop this back around to okay. space in a bit. Well, on my notes, I finished with Doctor Who, so that's, that's about as spacey as it gets. Yeah, I guess. So the Amazon Echo look is... Do you know the Amazon Echo line? Yeah. yeah. So it's essentially... This is with Alexa, no? With Alexa, yes. yeah. So this is a camera with Alexa built in. Except for me, it analyses your style. And okay. Am I, I going to be judged by technology? Now. You're going to be judged by technology. I don't know how I feel about this. Like people have been we're, talking we're about this. We're too judgy already. Yeah, we don't I need... really don't like this. Like it's... we don't need technology. Technology is here to serve us and to make our lives better. We do not then need it to judge us and make us feel insecure. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm. I don't want to wake up each morning and be judged by my technology. I mean, I. I don't have exactly the best fashion sense as it is anyway. Yeah, I don't, I I don't, don't want this. I we, don't, we live in a far Alexa's too... meant to be my friend, not my frenemy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she is... And me and Alexa, Alexa should be my buddy that helps me know how to cook things and tells me what the weather's like and when the cinema's on and things like that. She shouldn't then be going, girl, what are you wearing? Seriously, sort your hair out. What's going on? <laughs> You haven't changed that sweatpants in four days. <laughs> you haven't? Need... Ew. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> I have, by the way. I'm not gross. She hasn't. She has. <laughs> she might be here with currently wearing a blanket, but, you know. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, finally, moving on to Doctor Who, so you can oh, go I'm... on your tirade and so, finish with some facts. I have Doctor Who and a few facts, all kind of space-related, okay? So, we'll start with Doctor Who, because it's a bit more... Actually, I might end on Doctor Who. So, a few facts. So, there's one thing, awfully 3D printing, kind of a big thing. NASA engineers have now managed to use 3D printing to essentially make a chainmail type material. Um, It's made from a metallic fabric and it's said to reflect light, insulate heat and protect astronauts from small impacts with space junk. Nice. So they're essentially now going to be implement, I'm assuming, implement this in spacesuits. Yeah. Which should make... Astronauts a lot safer. Yeah, a lot safer, a lot comfier. And then going quite helpful to a little bit worrying. We need more positive news. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This one got too dark. Australia. Okay. Um, Australian researchers using an ultra pure diamond. Oh, no. are, are they bringing out something else that wants to kill us? Because yes. of, they already have enough animals over there that want yeah, to kill a, us. Yeah, a hundred percent. So yeah, they using an ultra pure diamond crystal. They were able to converge several laser beams into a single powerful beam. Oh man, can I have some like photon laser? This is essentially the technology used on the Death Star. Okay. In Star Wars. Right. We should probably keep an eye on their Mozes. We need to keep an eye on Australia. Definitely. <laughs> it wasn't such a good idea sending them all over there together. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, moving on. So, Sorry to any Australian listeners. We love you. So this will tie into Doctor Who quite nicely. NASA's Cassini, I believe it's pronounced spacecraft, captured its final photo from Earth um, on April 13th. Mm-hmm. So about two weeks ago now. The spacecraft is currently 870 million miles away. Okay. And is that's the last photo of Earth it's ever going to capture because it's set to collide with Saturn later on this year. Ah. So, just got to say goodbye to Cassini. Thank nice you for all your work. little firework display for astronomers. Awfully, have a Google, have a look at the photo. I'm going to show Ryan the photo now so you can kind of semi hear his reaction. But I'm not very vocally this, reactive. This is, this is the final it's, photo of Earth. Well, okay, it's, it's, it's literally a white speck. It's, it's a white speck. It's, like, you can zoom in and it just becomes a bit more of a blurry white speck. Yeah, it, it looks like dandruff and, you know, someone's hair with black hair. <laughs> that is the weirdest description I've ever see- heard of that. But okay. It's just a white fleck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, hopefully it has made, as it's been moving away, it's been making a lot better photos. But I hope so. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's a lot of money wasted otherwise. Please don't say NASA sent this ship up just to take photos of Earth because it's... Um, but sorry, yeah. NASA, but you failed on this one, guys. <laughs> that's, that's its final photo. So kind of going on with the space travel type thing. Um, Doctor Who, mm-hmm. this week, collaborated with the Mr. And then books. No way. It's been something that's been going on. They've kind of had in the works a little bit. This week they released four books. Yeah. Called Doctor First, Doctor Fourth, Doctor Eleventh, and Doctor Twelfth. So hopefully Twelfth yeah. being Capaldi. Yeah. Later on in this year in August, they're going to be releasing Second, Seventh, Eighth, and Ninth. Right. And then they're going to release the missing ones. <laughs> Third, Tenth. Maybe some others. They're essentially they're still using the because it's the original creator of Mister Men's son yep. that's now running it all. He did say that he hasn't watched Doctor Who in a long time, so he had to do a lot of googling and a lot of a lot of catch up catch up for it. And it was a lot of hard work because obviously you're combining essentially two fandoms and it's still being directed toward kind of young children and teaching them the morals of... Because obviously the Mr. Men were originally trying to teach important life lessons and yeah. important morals to the younger children. But it includes the Daleks and it includes the Cybermen. I'm well interested. And it includes it Weeping Angels and all of that in like in a cartoony fashion. Yeah, I and feel like... I'm going to lose you in our Secret Empire read-through. Because the Mr. Men have come because out. Yeah, Mr. I used Men to love the Mr. Out. Men. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. I'll continue on myself and so Lucy can report on how she's... quite a cool little side thing, I think. Yeah, no, I like that. That's cool. End on, end, on, end on a high. End on a high. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And please don't forget to subscribe if you do. And hopefully we shall see you in the next one.